It's about having a conversation and being transparent. It's about learning and growing to love the truth. I'm Ryan. And I'm True. And And this this is Love the Truth Podcast. Another week. So, how's things going with you? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, it's been a hasn't been too busy this week. I feel like next week is going to be really busy for us. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I can see that. I got some stuff scheduled that I got to take care of. And for those of you on YouTube, yeah. comment how's your week been going? Um, podcaster people, you can just whisper it, and hopefully, we hear it in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop into it. We got. Uh, we had a pretty cool conversation about um our family and just how we grew up not too long ago and we were just talking about you know what life was like before marriage where our mindset was and um compared to how it is now and you alluded to some stuff that was was interesting that brought into a whole topic Mm -hmm. that we started talking about so you want to kind of just Tell them about, you know, how you see marriage now and where your mindset is compared to how it was back home. Yeah, um, absolutely. I it's crazy because I feel like since we've been married, there has been so many things that has changed and I don't think I've you notice it in the moment. Yeah. But like you notice it in glimpses, I guess if that makes sense. And like one of those glimpses is um you know, we've been back home a few different times to both of our families because mm-hmm. Ryan's family's in Michigan, mine's is in Illinois. So, um, going back home, losing my mom, that was very tough this year at the beginning of this year, and we had to go back home for that. And I feel like amongst like in this season of all that's happening, this is when we really like started to really understand deliverance mm-hmm. and from a biblical perspective and just like really understand like learning about that yeah it just opens your mind up spiritually to a lot of things that you probably were aware of but it gives more context Mm -hmm. to what um what what the things we see and the issues that we see and the things that we deal with on day to day but yeah go yeah i that's definitely something that I recognize. And I feel like going back home um, after like this whole season of us learning about deliverance, then my mom passed. It's like I really start to see things um, differently. And, you know, us, you know, I had an understanding when we got married. We came from two different backgrounds. Like you can't you had both parents, mm-hmm. like both your mom and your dad. Yeah. Um, I was raised in a single family home i was raised by my grandmother and i was not raised by my mom or my dad so very different family dynamic i understood that but i didn't really understand the effects and the the things that that has on you as in terms of like your perspective and how you view life and see things um there were great things about my childhood and how my upbringing was but then there were also very not so great things that i didn't recognize Mm -hmm. and one of those things is um i realized that i came from a line of 
poverty, mm-hmm. you know, generationally. Yeah. Like not, you know, it's not just talking about something like this just blew up out of nowhere. Like, no, generationally, I come from a line of poverty. And it's not something that I recognized was a thing yeah. until I did go back home and I saw environmentally. Yeah, speaking of just the environment, um, you know, you start to see that uh, you can tell that there is uh, poverty involved, even when you see sometimes i see liquor stores mm-hmm. planted at every corner or you know the bible says first naturally then spiritually but mm-hmm. oftentimes where you might see areas that could be beat or run down there could be um signs or telltale signs that there could mm-hmm. be poverty uh, poverty spirit you know, and i feel like areas. every territory like everywhere you move there's something there spiritually um, but back home for me in my territory, where I'm from, I can really heavily see poverty, a poverty spirit. And also, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's very heavy. And I just want to say like, again, going back to the things that I'm noticing now, um, and I guess my question would be to you, but I'll say this first before I ask the question, um, being married you know, I've always had a mindset of like business mindset in a sense of where I wanted to do better. I wanted to have a better, you know, like I always had that mindset of awareness in that sense, but I didn't realize that I really had a lot of ingrated things in my mind mm-hmm. um, because of generational things and just the mindset of being in a single family home. Um and how it wasn't just influentially influencing me in a mindset sense. It was also influencing me spiritually. Mm. So it was affecting how I was able to. Now, I wasn't I didn't have a proper. I wouldn't say I had a property spirit, but I think I was opening the door and being influenced by it. And I really started to recognize that when we got married because I realized, okay, I was going to school, going to college, but I was still in this broke situation. Yeah. And and by the way, just oftentimes when a property spirit is involved, um, it starts off, um, it can start off very slow. Mm. And oftentimes, you know, when you take notice of, notice of it you could be trying to get yourself out of a situation but then when you you, you'll find yourself like man i can't get out of this situation and that could be a telltale sign that there could be a poverty spirit over your life or it could be even a generational curse yeah and i want to clarify too like i don't mean like everybody goes to college broke (laughs) like i don't want to say that but what i mean was like two i'm talking about like years have gone by and i'm like in a place where i should be progressing financially and i'm still stuck yeah and you know for a long time i blamed myself and i'm like what's wrong with me why can't i get to this certain place financially why like am i stuck in this place mm-hmm. and i realized that at first it had to do with environment you know because mm-hmm. i was around people with the same mindset that didn't understand that there was something wrong 
then when I moved out, that's when I really saw it. Like yeah. when I moved away and got married, that's when I really recognized like this is something that's a problem because I didn't really see it as a problem when I was home. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And like now I see it and see how you move being raised from two parents and how you think in terms of finances and being business minded. And that's something I prayed for God to God for, but I didn't know what I didn't even know what I was praying when I said that. But now, no, like seeing you being business minded and being able to do the things that you do has really grown me and showed me things and has even encouraged me to step out in faith and, and speak against that spirit in my life. And actually, I have my own business now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I really want to encourage people out there. Poverty spirit is a real thing. And um, sometimes it's situational. Sometimes it's based off of your, our choices that we make in life. Yeah. And, and sometimes it comes from generational curses. Yeah, and it, you really have to speak over your life and speak against these things. You have to speak and tell yourself, you know, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Like the word says, I am a lender and not a borrower. Yeah. Because I really had this. I knew that I was called to walk in entrepreneurship and in business even when I was in high school, I knew that, but I didn't even know how that was going to look. And I didn't know that I was actually under this influence of poverty. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's situations that even, you know, people that I've ran across where you could take, like you hear the saying, you can take somebody to the, uh, take a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. Well, and mm. situations that me and you both experienced with, um, people we ran across where you, we've actually took those people to mm -hmm. the water mm -hmm. and we actually gave them a cup and they did drink but mm -hmm. with that they still were blind mm -hmm. to it and so when you drink and taste and see that something is good just like the bible says why would you why would you walk away from that why would you turn away from that and that's also a telltale sign that there could be a proverb spirit mm -hmm. that that person is dealing with that they don't even know that they're influenced under mm -hmm. because they're blind to it. And so and I will say yeah. this too, like I'm not saying this is everyone's situation, but if you were a fatherless child or a motherless child, chances are you have in some shape or form been influenced by the spirit. Yeah. And you need to be aware of that because oftentimes I see people that, and it really grieves me and hurts me but I see people that have went through that situation. They didn't have their mom. They didn't have their dad. Or maybe they were adopted or whatever the case may be is. And they're still walking around with this abandonment spirit and all these things that is weighing them down. And it leads them into the poverty. And they don't even know that that's what opens the door for that. Yeah. Because they're not aware that this really does affect you know like we talk about it in a natural sense like oh it affects you and we really don't always like no did it really affect me I, i'm fine like mm -hmm. i because yeah. i thought that for the longest time i'm like i'm fine you know which i am really blessed god really did shelter me he he, he is the i can say god is my keeper right yeah. because he has really kept me from things that i really should have not been kept from because yeah. of my experiences but at the same time i assumed that i was protected from everything and I realized that there were things that I wasn't protected from and I was exposed to things that and influenced by things that were were harmful to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, <clears throat> this spirit does not just work 
individually like mm-hmm. you said it works it can work collectively mm-hmm. it could be that family unit that is bound and oftentimes you even see that it doesn't have to be in a form of money it could be in a form of um control or in a sense where mm. they don't want to see you operate outside Professor of the bubble points. that they're mm. currently in so when you That's leave the, the nest or when that. you go outside you'll find they'll find themselves being dependent and reliant on you which is a form of poverty mm. you know yeah so that is. if your reliance isn't on god who is supposed to give you rest in every sense in every way mm. then if that reliance is relied on a person then that is a form of poverty by the spirit mm. and so that can affect a person from not progressing where they could be called and to be somewhere all else codependent yeah. To an extent. Yeah, to an extent. But when the dependency becomes soul dependency, right? That's when it's a problem. Because think about it. Our relationship with God does not even reflect that way. And we have this. We have that's That's actually where it starts and how poverty spirit influences our mindset. Because it makes us think one of the things that poverty spirit affects is even our faith walk. Because a lot of times people in their mind think, Faith is solely relying on God. And that is not a biblical concept whatsoever. Like Jesus did what he was supposed to do on the cross. Mm-hmm. Now it is works. our job and our choice to choose to walk out the things that he's exemplified before us. Right. Yep. He's not going to force us to do that. So there is something we have to do on our part. But a lot of times there's, you know, I know it comes from church and it comes from churches that teach this that came from poverty but a lot of times it comes from like you hear this repetitive thing of like, just have faith, just mm-hmm. trust God. Yeah. God's going to come through. Yeah. God's going to do it. And it's like, yeah, he is going to do it. If you believe and step out because the faith of a mustard seed grow, grow has to grow. Mm-hmm. There's it, a lot of Proverbs. can't stay in a, a small seed or it's not going to do anything. Exactly. There's a lot of Proverbs, uh, proverb verses that oh, talk about. Um, a person that does not put his hands to work will mm. lead leads to poverty. And, yeah, so you know, it's one verse. thing to have faith, but there's another thing to actually walk out in faith. When Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow him, that is a works, that is a form of a work. But we also have to um, walk by faith. And um, there's work involved in that. There's work involved in uh, seeking God. <laughs> that yeah, means there's, it's an action. Yeah, not relying on your friend or somebody else, your sister, your cousin, your brother, your uncle, or somebody else to drop money out, out of the sky. It don't even have to be money. Or like maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to start a group. Maybe you want to, God's laid on your heart to start some type of men and women's group or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, being able to do that and step out on that without the reliance on other people. It doesn't mean you're not going to have other people that may come alongside you to help you, but not saying, I'm not going to do, I can't do this unless this person helps me. Mm-hmm. That is a sign that you're not walking in faith and something is affecting you there. Yeah. And even property uh, mindset can keep you off course of what God's will is for you by, um, by moving your focus to other things for example if you grew up poor or if you grew up with money or maybe you're middle class those could be there's something there where hey 
my mom and dad, you know, going back to collectively how we are influenced collectively as a generation, mm -hmm. you know, your mom and dad could be wild spenders, just talking naturally and practically, they could be spenders. And so now the poverty on you is, hey, you, you may get that good paying job, but they're still provish in their mentality on how they spend. Mm. Poverty and mentality on um, how they operate. They could say, oh, I want to buy these expensive clothing. I want to mm -hmm. buy expensive expensive jewelry. Then it's like, okay, that's still poverty. Mm -hmm. You know, they could have a lot to work with and use that to benefit themselves or others. But even in that could be, you know, strong. I saw a post yeah, the other day. I don't know which social platform it was. Cause all so many social platforms, but I just saw a post the other day and it really spoke to me, but it basically said that don't look, the post said, don't, um don't look rich mm. while you're still broke yeah and there is so many situations where and i want to say this too going back to yeah. what you were saying Be bound by people yes going back to what you just said don't get it confused poverty spirit is a spirit you do not have to come from poverty to be affected by poverty spirit no and there is a difference between a poverty spirit and a situ in a, a circumstantial poverty. Yeah. Like people that come from other countries or that are in other countries are circumstantially in poverty, yeah. meaning that they, there are people that are in poverty out of their own control. Yeah, it has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the government. It has to do with somebody that has oppressed them and it put them in this position. Right. Yeah. But when you're in a when you're in a situation like where we're at in America, in America and we're free and we're opportun we have opportunities at our fingertips, um, there is no excuse to be in poverty in poverty unless you are mentally disabled mm -hmm. or you're not in your right state yeah, of mind. Bound spiritually, like the, most of the homeless people, yeah. those are the cases. But if you're not that person, there's no reason to be homeless. Or there's no reason to be in poverty. So why do we see the debt rate at an all-time high in America? Why is it like super high percentages of people in America yeah. that are living nicely, outwardly, have nice houses, nice cars, and are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in debt? But inwardly broke. <laughs> that is a poverty yeah. spirit. That yeah. is the essence of poverty spirit. And we talked about prosperity before mm -hmm. you know if you haven't gotten a chance to watch that i do encourage you to go back and watch about the prosperity because we we're not on the prosperity tip either on a prosperity gospel yeah. wave we don't believe that you should be seeking after wealth seeking after riches but when you are a child of god and you seek to honor god and you seek the kingdom it is what comes with being a child of god you can't be a king in a kingdom and have access to a king and access to a throne and access to all the things that comes with being an heir in a kingdom without having what comes with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you see movies like the game of thrones or whatever movies you watch when it, you see kingdoms or whatever, and have that picture in your mind, if I'm the king's daughter, I'm the king's son, yeah. then you're seated in heavenly places. To everything that yeah. comes with that kingdom. Yeah. So when we understand that we don't go after these things, we seek after the kingdom. But this is what is 
given to us. This is what is heir, an heir yeah. to us. You see and that in the Bible. You see that in the Bible where, you know, Jesus gives, I mean, where God gives back um, the children of Israel's throne going back to the land of milk and honey mm. and how he blessed them with vineyards and stuff so they mm. own property they own land mm -hmm. and that's what god's children needs to get back to is having the ownership. mindset of christ to understand ownership and wisdom to have wisdom behind that ownership because there is a standard that god needs to take our take our um, mind to where we can um you know tolerate and he can trust us with that ownership as well and also just just alluding to the poverty mindset you know when you think about it it doesn't necessarily yeah like we said it doesn't have to just affect be you you don't have to be affected by just money mm -hmm. but it also affects the way poor. we think mm -hmm. yeah the way we think um poverty can snatch um the word of god from us in a sense where people could find themselves struggling to even read the bible or when you find yourself struggling to um struggling to just take the whole word word as it is or struggling to get an understanding of it that could be an influence of priority spirit too mm -hmm. you know another aspect to the poverty spirit is i want to read you this verse in joel chapter 1 verse 4 it says what the palmer worm has left, the locust has eaten. And what the locust left, the canker worm has eaten. What the canker worm left, the caterpillar has eaten. And so when we read this, um, I've, there's been often times where we hear things about um, a spirit that snatches and takes away. And so when I read that verse, I think uh, I think the poverty spirit... Mm has something to do with this so it can take away can snatch away and i think it can also can really affect how we um how we even interpret or receive the word of god you can snatch the word of god yeah. yeah that's really good when you talked about that i was thinking about the seed that was sown and the enemy came up the bible says the devil came um the seed was sown on good ground, but then no, the devil came it. and choked it and snatched it away. Right. So it made me think about that. Like, because seed could also be um, seeds of wisdom. Mm -hmm. It could be things that it's you need to get natural. an understanding of, mm -hmm. things that you need to get um, direction on. Mm -hmm. And so the devil can come and choke that. And I believe that has a lot to do with poverty spirit. Yeah. Choking. I mean, there's so many facets yeah. of this thing um that you can really like we could go on for hours and hours yeah talking so about it i just think, think all types of things there's just one of those things where it's like it affects the people around you it affects somebody and everybody in their life probably at some point has been affected by it mm -hmm. um maybe not so much has the spirit and it you know is demonically controlled but has been influenced by it in some way I guess my question is to you is how has it affected you? How can you explain that to people? Because, you know, people that didn't grow up with a mom or a dad, yeah. that is, can be very common in our culture. Um, yeah. What 
are things that you see how it affects you, but also how it affects people outside of how you were raised. Like what are the, I guess what I'm trying to say is what are the positives of being raising a two parent home yeah. and some of the things that maybe you kind of dodged because you were yeah. brought think, in the right way. I but think then the, what are some of the things that you still kind of did were affected well, by? Well, we know the Bible says the poor is rich in faith. So mm-hmm. I think there are things that um, I believe like you have a um, mm-hmm. influence on me when it comes to walking out something in faith or jumping out and going after something. Mm. Um, the way I was raised was very logical. It was very, um, very safe. <laughs> mm. So you, it, and that can, tends to rely more so on our ways, our own knowledge, rather than putting our reliance on God. Mm. That was something that had to get broken off of, mm. going back to how I was raised collectively, you mm. know? But walking in faith and doing things God's way isn't always safe. Mm. <laughs> it can also it can oftentimes um, tr- extend you as a person. Um, um, People pleasing is very safe, mm-hmm. but the Bible says, "Woe well, unto those who are liked by many." And so, when you are bold for Christ, and when you're not raised in a family where you saw that boldness. That's something that I have to grow in. That's something I have to... Um, Do you just feel like you... Poverty, I was affected by it in a sense of materialism growing mm. up. That's why I alluded to where I was talking about the different situations where it's just not being poor. But I've you know, spent money on designer stuff, people pleasing, and oh, realizing that, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense, that was a poverty mentality. Yeah. So I think having like a... You know, growing up, just what based up what you just said, it was the same thing. But the difference is, it's funny. You had money, we yeah. didn't have money, but it, yeah. we still had that same of like people pleasing, like you want to look a certain way. But I think, um, yeah. So it's just it was the same thing, and it affects you differently. And I think that comes from being in school too. Like, yeah. you know, as a kid, you grow up, you want to be like everybody else yeah. and have the greatest and the latest. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Or you just grow up and. You know, let's say you get that career like I did, but yet you could still find things that you're constantly spending on. I see that with, you know, you can see that with a lot of people. Well, TV and society has a big influence. It's so funny how, and now I'm really thinking about it, that is where the influence comes from. Because it's like, keep up with the Joneses, be like this person. So it's always trying to be you know, live a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And instead of actually getting to a place healthily to live that lifestyle, you never really get attain that. You're yep. just always trying to chase yep. after it. And you and find yourself really... obtaining that prematurely and now you're trapped, you know. Oh, and I it might take from, you a Well, the world while. I come from, we don't even attain it. Yeah. yeah well, you never, like nest, well, yeah, that's true. When you get a house at the from, wrong time, you it's, you don't really have it, so... Well, there's, yeah. I mean, from your background, you might come around. I feel like for you, you might have been around people that do because they were never in poverty to the point where they had to will themselves out of a hole. It was more of like they just wanted, they're, they're, they were influenced by the spirit in the sense of like always wanting mm-hmm. and not knowing how to manage what they already had. Right. For me, it was like, 
you can't manage what you don't got. Right. <laughs> so I grew yeah. up around people that just didn't have, and yeah. they don't never manage it because they don't have anything to manage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's what I mean when yeah. I say you always want to be this thing, have the certain type of lifestyle, but you never reach it. Yeah, and for, we need to, you know, and then us, there's people like you said they reach it, but don't know how to manage it because they have never had the understanding that they're under influence of a property spirit. Yeah, like what you were saying. And so, just learning how to be a lender, not a borrower, because mm-hmm. if you're in a situation where you do have, but you're not managing it, that's a chance for you to really be a lender if you had the right mindset. Well, how do you think this influences like? Well, how do you think the poverty sphere has influenced, like, the body of Christ in terms of, like, a church setting? Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of alluded to um, a lot of churches um, starting off where pastors could have came from a poverty background, Mm -hmm. you know, a hard background. Mm -hmm. And whether they know it or not, you know they could be influenced by that by relying on the body of Christ mm-hmm. to sow into whatever their goals are or maybe what God has given them. Mm-hmm. And God probably has given that person a an idea or a, a move that he wants that person to eventually operate in. It could be a vision that is um, for the future, but a lot of times we may find certain individuals acting prematurely on those mm. or there may be things man I'm go- I want to go hard for the kingdom I really want to do this I want to do this and you know they have yeah, all the these kingdom, great I don't feel like kingdom might, well, I don't know. yeah Maybe they have all these great kingdom. ideas but um we want to make sure that we are operating um under God's um say so and go I mean when you say that it makes me think of like I've had so many situations and encounters with again this is all love because we've all have been this in the place like this to an extent, but I have come in encounter with a lot of leaders, maybe not one-on-one and personally, but whether it's through just watching somebody on TV or whatever it is, um, that will say things like, um, we, and I know where it comes from. It's, it comes from spe- fear. Mm. And that's another thing. The spirit of fear can really lead into a poverty spirit. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is like it's like this fear trip of like, don't go after wealth. Don't get, don't get caught up in wealth. Don't get caught up in wealth. And that is very true. Like, we need to be very on guard and cautious about, you know, the Bible talks about, I believe it is in... I, is it Exodus that talks about when I bless you, when you come to the land you're supposed to come to, and I mm-hmm. bless you and I give you all these things. When he did bless the Israel, he's he keeps reminding us, do not forget the Lord your God. Do not right. forget what I've done for you. Yeah. When He says, when I will bless you. He doesn't say, mm-hmm. if I bless you. Yeah. Like He's saying, when I will bless yeah. you, right? But then there's this like mindset with like a lot of these leaders where it's like, don't, don't do it. Don't mm-hmm. like, don't, you can't be blessed at all. You know, like yeah. I've, you've even encountered people telling you, like, we've moved to a different state because Ryan's job. And they would say, oh, you moved because of our job? You didn't think about the church first? And so it's yeah. like yeah. things like that, like kind of get into like a yeah. religious mindset yeah. of like, no, Abraham moved because of a job. God said he mm-hmm. was going to be the what? Yeah. A leader of many nations. Right. And so he had to and go plus to another you wanna, land. And plus you have to take care of your home first. 
before. Yeah. But I think that but they it don't, is, yeah. I think that because they come from this like poverty mindset and they don't understand they're being influenced by that spirit of poverty. Mm-hmm. They over that's the thing about poverty spirit is it trips you up and makes you think everything you do it makes you feel guilty for having money it makes you feel like everything you do in terms of finances is bad yeah. and it's not that having money is bad what does the bible say is that the love of money is bad mm-hmm. so but if we have a heart after christ god is the one we're being constantly examined in our heart mm-hmm. in terms of money right yeah but i think that when we get so caught up on not wanting money and not we end up it actually has the opposite effect of us on us spiritually because we're focusing on the problem rather than the solution yeah and really the solution is that or or is it or is it they're very they're more comfortable or maybe they're saying that as an excuse because they're very they could be comfortable as well and they don't want to move because no, I know think it they're takes comfortable work. because a lot of these people to say this have the have all these great visions and all these mm. things that will on that they want the backs of other people to yeah. do right and not even that you all you know there's there's situations where you know it breaks the the headship order where it's where it's God family them work sometimes you'll find leaders who are pastors who their wife is out working biggest thing that has really bothered me because of coming out of that seeing leaders kind of influence people in that way and like disencourage men in the home yeah to, yeah and there's you know, nothing wrong you with you can't really say anything because it has to come from you yeah there's nothing as wrong as it, it yeah there's men. nothing wrong with your wife working but if you are if you are not working with your hands as a as a man, that is something that we're called to do since the beginning, yeah. what the Bible talks about. If your wife wants to work, that's fine. But if your wife is the sole provider while you are in a leadership role as a pastor looking over a flock, that's out of line. I feel like that's out of order. Mm. You have to provide for your own home first. And just because you look after a flock, you know, if there is enough provision where you can... um lean on god's people you may be able to be compensated for that which is nothing wrong taking compensation for that because you are a laborer amongst um you know for the gospel but you should always be working with your hands or always not being solely reliant on god's people or solely reliant on your wife and for wives we are supposed to submit on our our husbands and there is an order in that as well like our home is first just like you said it goes both ways yeah. for wives our home is first and we are to be homemakers in our home first so whatever other time we have outside of that that can go to whatever but the yeah. bible does say the proverbs 31 woman wife was bringing um goods from merchant ships yep. so we see her is she, she from had, afar yeah from afar <laughs> She was in a field using buying fields and considering purchasing fields with her own money. Yeah. She was feeding her maidservants. So she had maidservants. And she, so got she had up. money to pay yeah. maidservants. Yeah. And so she was she also had... the first one to wake up in the home yeah. and take care of the home. So she she, she had to get up early. An entrepreneur. Yeah. She clearly was an entrepreneur. What we would call yeah. an entrepreneur today. And so I also don't like this concept of like women, you only supposed to be in the house and just take care of the babies and just because I hear there's people that have done 
leaders do that too. Mm-hmm. And I have to, you know, I, there's not much I can say because I have to, in a certain setting, I have to submit under yeah. you. But that we have seen that where it's like, oh, women just can't do anything. They're just supposed to raise babies and not do anything. And there's nothing wrong with a woman that desires to do that. If that's a woman's desire, but for me and and how I see it and when I see in the Bible, I actually think it's healthy, unhealthy to have your whole life wrapped up in your husband and your kids and don't have anything going for yourself outside of that. And I've seen firsthand the damage that has done in people's lives that have done that. Yeah. And so these are just all <laughs> types of facets of Power poverty yeah, and collectively so. and how it affects, you know, yeah. generations and families as wholes. But, you know, just alluding to it, 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 it keeps you in a very, it tries to keep you in a comfortable space. It tries to keep you reliant. For example, there's a lot of people who get um, government aid and government assistance, and there's nothing wrong with government aid and assistance, but it can mm. become a stumbling block to people who are influenced by the poverty spirit and has a poverty mindset. And with that, you know, they can find themselves being comfortable finding themselves becoming lazy and in that comfortability they become stagnant and they don't want to move and so when you're bound and you don't want to move you know that is definitely i want to be very like i really want to be very careful when i talk about this like this is a very sensitive topic and i want to just say in all love and in all gentleness say it um I understand, you know, I come Mm. from a home of families, that whole situation of being relying on the government and, and, and not knowing how to get yourself out of a situation. You know, I understand. I seen that with my mom, but I say this in love after seeing my mom die, Mm. you know, and my mom and seeing the life that my mom lived. And her never being able to go to her promised land. Mm -hmm. I really believe. I'm not going to (laughs) cry. But I really believe that. It's it's a really big issue. And and government assistance is there and put in place for help and for aid. You know, there are situations where people have to and i understand that but it is not meant for reliance and we have come to a place in society where so many people are reliant on soaps government assistance is the most common thing we see but it can be in so many facets where people are just reliant financially on someone else and it's okay to be co-reliant it's okay to have help because the Bible talks about help, but it's a problem when we are solely reliant on the government to pay for everything for us. Because the government, let's be honest, God allows them to be our office, but it's not always doesn't always have the mind of Christ. Yeah. They and have an agenda. There's always an agenda behind. Yeah, it. and it, and it, and it's like now you're solely reliant on this this system to take care of you, and you never. And you don't and you never get to a place where you are able to your for your children and your children's children, like the Bible says, to be blessed. Yeah. Right. And then you wonder why and you say, oh, no, my children's children are just going to be blessed because that's what the Bible says. No, 
they're not going to be there are actually things that we have to we when we come to god that it is very true that we are we have access to all the blessings and all the things that god wants to give us but that doesn't mean it's just given to us and I think that's the misconception that, and I didn't even know that. That's a misconception that we oftentimes have. When I give my life to the Lord, I'm automatically going to be delivered from everything. Mm -hmm. I'm automatically going to have access to all these blessings that God said I can have. And no. Yeah. But why are there people that still need deliverance? Why yeah. are there people that still need, because you don't, you have access to it now, but you have to walk in that faith. Yeah. level you have to get to that faith level to you believe that it's for you yeah and you because anything outside of that is from the devil anything outside of that is <sighs> Man, not is operating powerful. in god's will and so i want to mm. just go tell you a piece of scripture that was um about the children of israel and the mindset <laughs> that you're gonna see behind this scripture it's numbers chapter 11 verse 4 and it says, Then the foreign rabble who were traveling with the Israelites began to crave the good things of Egypt. So they're thinking about these good things back when they were enslaved. So, which is Egypt. And the people of Israel also began to complain, which is God's children. It says, Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. Verse 5. We remember the fish we used to eat for free in Egypt. And we had all the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic we wanted. But now our appetites are gone. All we ever see is this manna. So in this story, God rained manna down from the heaven and dew fell on it at night. And so this is the thing that they were eating. God was providing free food. <laughs> from God as they were walking out of their chains and shackles from Egypt. But you can see the children of Israel's mentality where they crave the old things probably because it's Something great tasty. to point out, this, this wasn't even the place that God prepared yeah. for them yet. Yeah. Right? Let's just make that. He's, yeah, they're just he's getting making out. provision on their journey to where God's taking them, right? Yeah. They're not, they haven't gotten to the grapes and the wine. They haven't gotten to that yet. No. Right? So we just no. want to clarify that yeah. too. Yeah. And so just in this mentality, mm -hmm. they are tasting the good things from God where mm. the chains are off. Mm. They're not being whipped. They're not being, they're, they're, you know, their life is increasing mm. because of this. If they would have stayed back there, they could have died from, I'm sure people die from dehydration mm. and all sorts of things, but they are so enslaved in their mentality where they are just thinking of the things of Egypt because they were enslaved that long. And so just thinking of all of this is just alludes to the fact that poverty spirit is real. You can see it in scripture and you also see it, you know, outside of the, uh, outside of the Bible is real. And if you don't get anything else from the scripture, it says we used to eat for free. Mm. In Egypt. For free. That's the problem, right? Like yeah. whenever you don't have to work for something, like when you walking through the desert and you got to get to this promised land, that's work, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> but when you are getting something for free, and you don't have to do anything for it. It's easy. Yeah. And, uh, and it's crazy and because at the same time, they were working 
10 times harder. <laughs> and they called that free. That's how screwed. That's how yeah, bad the property mindset can Lord. screw you up. Because that's how Man. it is. With I've seen people around me that work 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. And there's an easier way. But they're comfortable. So I just want to end it at that. And um, hope that you guys gain something from just you know poverty by choice versus poverty by force Mm. and you don't have to be in poverty you don't have to be bound by this spirit anymore and so we just want to end this off in prayer Mm -hmm. and so lord father we just thank you today for this podcast lord the people are hungry the people need this lord father that we are above and not beneath lord jesus you gave us the mind of christ and with the mind of christ lord jesus we can operate and do your will uh, exceedingly and abundantly above all that uh, we could ask or think lord jesus and mm-hmm. we just thank you for the blessings that you'll give us lord because you give freely lord jesus we're just so thankful lord father so we just want to pray against the spirit of poverty lord father yes, we, we bind it right lord now, jesus, jesus and we rebuke it right now jesus. in jesus name and so we Over just hope that this listening. seed lord father that's listening that it will be sown on good ground, Lord Father, and they will begin to um, begin to think on the good things, Lord Jesus. Poverty spirit, go back to where you came from in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And palmer worm, go back to where you came from in the name of Jesus. You will not have the children, oh God. Yes, Lord. You will not eat up the things that God has bestowed for his children. And we plead the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.